Welcome to Episodes in Troubled Thinking, a podcast that explores the inside-out nature of life and how our thinking often gets us in trouble. This podcast is a collaboration between two transformative coaches, yours truly, Antti Vanhanen from Finland and Steve M. Nash from the UK. On this podcast, we take turns coaching each other on various topics and occasionally we'll discuss broader topics about being human. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Antti and Steve. Welcome to the 14th episode of Episodes in Troubled Thinking. Um, I'm joined by my fellow host, uh, Steve M. Nash. How are you, Steve? Hi, Ansi. I'm well, thank you very much. I'm interested in what we're going to talk about today. Fantastic. Me too. Um, the, the topic we're going to be talking about today is spiritual pride. And this is a topic that I stumbled upon uh, while on my summer holiday. And... Um, I realized that that sometimes I too get tripped up by my spiritual pride, and I just thought that that would make a, a wonderful uh, topic to discuss on one of our episodes. And well, here we are. Here is the episode. Well, well, could you say a little bit more about either the incident on holiday or what you actually mean by spiritual pride? Yeah. So uh, I, I suppose maybe I just um, set the table first by kind of defining what spirituality is and then we get to spiritual pride otherwise there might be uh, too many people defining spiritual um, in different ways so so for me spirituality is an understanding of life's true formless nature and um, spirit is this um, intelligent life force that powers um, every thought every muscle every human being um, every flower or even the sun and the act of spirituality is really just for me seeing things as they really are and that's it no more no less just seeing things as they are that's what that's what spirituality the practice of spirituality is for me and spiritual pride is when this act of spirituality uh, becomes a thing or a dogma or a ritual or a technique and it causes us to lose sight of this ever-changing formless nature of life and I've noticed that this um, this can show up in many ways for example in the form of identity that I am a spiritual there spiritual person therefore this is who I am and in reality, I don't believe that anybody is more spiritual than, than anybody else. And identity is also just a thought. And when we get stuck on that thought, it becomes food for the ego. And uh, another form is uh, arrogance, that I already know how things work. I don't need to listen to you or be curious. And we forget that there's always more to see. Um, a third way is that I've noticed that it manifests is in the form of indifference uh, for example saying to somebody you're not really having a, a panic attack or or you're not really stressed that's just your thinking just kind of using it almost as a as a wall to shield us from others or using it as a means to judge someone else who's um, who's not seeing things perhaps as clearly as we are 
Um, and then finally, uh, the, the fourth way that I've noticed in manifest is holding on to what we think we know. And uh, this to me is, is having had an insight in the past that, oh, this is, this is how things are or this is what works for me. And we, we hold on to that. And it's very easy to forget that um, yesterday's insight is, is more or less today's platitude. It doesn't necessarily mean much and it might actually be totally wrong in today's context. So, so that I suppose is, is how I would define um, spiritual pride. Um, how does that sound to you, Steve? It sounds very interesting and very articulate. Thank you very much. Um, yes, I, what, what occurred to me when you were speaking so lovely about this topic, um, the a notion of spiritual journey came up as well. How, how long I've been doing this, how long I've mm. been studying, how long I've been looking in this direction. Uh, if it's further than somebody else, and there's like a comparing. Um, I also heard like um, the word superiority, like I know better than you. Yes. It's, it's almost like the ego has kind of taken over the spiritual journey, basically. And, and you know, we we think we're being all spiritual and we're, 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 we're not in our ego, but really ego's taken over and it's kind of giving another ego a hard time, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and I think I mentioned somewhere in there that um, I think I, this is not uh, something that I came up with, but I, I think I read it somewhere on, on Twitter or somewhere that um, yesterday's, uh, I think it was Insight, is today's food for the ego. And, and what that speaks to me is that the, the ego is kind of the, the story of, of, of the me as the center of the universe. It's, the, it's a story that I must protect myself and this is who I am. And, and, and the idea of separation from the rest of the world, that you are a separate being. And I think the, the ego is, is very clever in the sense that what, whatever we do, to, to overcome or or mitigate the ego or look in a different direction, uh, it learns from that. And, and it starts to incorporate that into how it sees itself as the center of the, of the universe. And I think that's why it's, it's incredibly easy to get tripped up by, um, by, by even old spiritual realizations. Yes, indeed. Um, we, we we can <clears throat> often results in a disconnect, doesn't it, with the, maybe the person that we're talking with, or even ourselves. Mm. Um, it's la a lack of humanity, a lack of love, a lack of really listening. Like you said, I think like a there's a lack of curiosity. Yeah, um, it, it's fine if the child is talking. We might be interested in their childlike ways of talking about something and we, we may actually learn something we re we realize this but when someone let's say somebody's fairly new to the three principles understanding they're fairly mm. new and they start talking it's probably quite easy to not listen especially when they start sort of saying words that familiar expressions that you've heard already mm. and you sort of oh yeah they're saying this and then you slowly sort of close down to what they're saying and this human being even if everything they said you've heard before 
you could probably listen with curiosity still either mm. either to am I hearing anything new myself or or just to, to that person in that moment but it's very easy not to and, and I find myself I find myself dismissing um, either other understandings other other re other ways of looking at spiritual truth or other other teachers or other students I find myself I have to admit uh, closing down rather more often than I ought to do mm. yes indeed and I think that's the that's the terrible thing about comparing uh, things or yourself with, with anyone else is that it doesn't matter what you look at what 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 thing you're comparing you're always going to find something that's better or or more advanced or bigger than than whatever you happen to be comparing it you happen to have and it usually just makes you feel bad because it makes you makes you think that who you are and what you are is not enough and i think that's that just that just creates a lot of anxiety and and a lot of thinking and then it's even harder to see things as they really are yeah I mean I was thinking there could even be like a spiritual pride at play right now in an hour talking about spiritual pride and what spirituality means like mm. we know yeah if you see what I mean I mean obviously we know a little we, we're alive we know something of life mm. as everybody else does who, who's listening to us um, and but we can get, like we're talking and it's pretty much how I would speak with you, Auntie. It's pretty much, but there's slight, there's a slight difference of how will it sound. I, mm. I, I'm aware of how will, how is this going to sound? How is this going to sound? And that, so I'm nearly as relaxed as I would be if, if we weren't being recorded, but not quite. Yes, and indeed. That could well be spiritual pride as well. <laughs> yeah, my my wife told me um, before our our previous call. That we, you know, we chatted for whatever it was ten minutes before we started the call, and um, then when we started, she said that it just it just didn't feel nearly as natural just because you pressed that you know like start recording button, <laughs> and and it's uh it, it's really uh quite quite interesting not only to hear but I think we both also realized that uh, quite early on in this podcast I think it's it's becoming less and less of a thing but quite early on uh, it's not quite as alive and spontaneous uh when we when we start recording as it was as it would be or it has been with without that and it's simply because we have thinking about the idea that holy shit other people might be listening oh my <laughs> god i gotta i i need to speak more slowly i can't speak so fast i can't stutter i need to sound intelligent um you know i need i need to have a really uh, logical train of thought otherwise people are gonna think i'm just you know uh, waffling about and, and all these kind of silly thoughts that come into the head and and ironically the, the more we listen to those thoughts the worse we get indeed and, and we are fairly new to doing these podcasts and i imagine in a i imagine in a few months time or maybe in a year's time that we may be a lot nearer to being how we are without being recorded as how we are when we are yeah absolutely that would be that would be that would be great and i think when we're coaching or being coached there's a chance for us to kind of forget we're being recorded 
So I know that that happens. Mm. Yeah. Um, but c'est la vie. And it, it's interesting to notice that your wife noticed and that we're noticing. And I guess that's probably what we're doing when we're in conversation with somebody. We might, we might give advice. We might stay silent. We might um, talk about how the three principles work. And we might just kind of go into wise mode. Yes. Or, or yes. clever mode. And yeah. I know that I... I I value wisdom and I've, I've been called wise quite a few times in my life and I like that. I like being called wise. And so it's like, I guess my ego, oh yeah, Steve, you're wise. Yeah, yeah. So I've got to be wise all the time. And it's quite tiring because uh, sometimes I'm not wise and sometimes I'm stupid and sometimes the person I'm talking to is far, in that moment, far wiser than I am or, or just mm. their, their wisdom is enough for them. They don't need me to be clever. And, yeah. And, but I kind of, I'm, I'm wanting to show up like that. I, yeah, I, I yeah. know that I am sometimes. Yeah, I, I think that really, really um, speaks true to me. Uh, it's very easy to sometimes get caught up that I need to have the answers or speak with with authority that I know this is how it is. And rather than, than exploring um, or being curious what the other person is seeing or hearing and learning from them somehow it becomes more like um look you think you're you're upset at me because i was 10 minutes late you're really not you're you're just upset because you're having upset thinking you can say things like that that don't actually help anyone um and i that i think that's for me is is um uh, i sometimes notice uh my spiritual pride rearing up i very rarely say that to people but I notice sometimes myself thinking that, and uh, yeah, it's uh, as soon as it happens, I kind of know, like, uh-oh, where did that come from? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It seems it seems that the really wise ones, maybe the ones that have gone furthest on the journey or done the most work, or I don't know how I don't know how it can be measured at all, really. Maybe the really wise ones. Um, they're just laughing or they're just silent yeah as soon as as soon as words get involved even though they can often point in the right direction people have different meanings for words uh, and they, they do take us away mm. yeah I, I I do know what you mean um, for some reason I'm I'm uh, reminded of this is this weird but beautiful incident that uh, happened I want to say about 14 years ago um, and my friends are over at my place and then afterwards we decided like well we're gonna head into the the center of Helsinki and and we got on one of these evening buses at like whatever it was 1130 or something in the evening and there was a uh, an older drunk like you could see like that's what he kind of did for uh, for a living he just you know he drank and uh he uh, the bus was pretty full so i happened to sit next to him and uh, we're quite far at the back of the bus and and i can't remember what he asked me and it was just somehow so absurd that i just kind of like looked at him like you, you you can't be serious and then we both simultaneously cracked up laughing 
two complete strangers on a bus, nothing basically to do with income. And I'm in business school, and and you know he's he's um, you know he's he's a he's a uh, let's just say alcohol connoisseur, and um, basically the whole 20 minute ride we just kept laughing. We we we'd stop for like 30 seconds and then say a couple of words and then we just both crack up laughing again. <laughs> and it was the it was the best bus ride of my life. <laughs> uh, and on some level it was. Um, uh, I felt that it was a it was a deeply spiritual uh, experience, and I, I don't think either one of us had had that kind of an experience before. But it was uh, it was just quite amazing. Without any words, the intellect not being a part of it in any way whatsoever. Yeah, that sounds incredible. A lovely connection. Yeah, to be honest, I don't think I've uh, thought about that in, in in over ten years. So that just somehow came to mind based on what you said earlier. Yeah, often I found myself either just looking at somebody without saying anything or just sensing, all right, it's time to give them a hug. Mm. You know, just that physical connection where it, which communicates something that words can't. Even saying I love you, it, 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 sometimes it's, it, it has a potency, but often it doesn't. And a hug, just that presence, or you just two people looking into each other's eyes yeah it's just something there something human something formless about the human experience that that gets activated and mm. both are, both are aware of and and i'm the way the way i'm even talking about it kind of does not do it justice at all no. your, your little story is much better <laughs> yeah because i think that the the, the difference is that that story was a one particular incident <clears throat> uh, and you're kind of um, trying to reach more like a like a general uh, a feeling or, or rule or statement around this topic yeah that seems to be one of my little patterns is um, I often what, what I often do when I have an insight or when I notice something or somebody shares something or I'm always sort of seeing do i do i understand this do i get this do i understand it oh yeah i do and then i may, I may also um see how it applies to other parts of life so to see how i see how much it can be used and mm. so i don't know it's interesting that might be um that's it's it's interesting that i have that relationship with wisdom yeah you want to generalize kind of um seek out the the underlying pattern or something like that yeah, I think I do, and it's probably useful, but it also probably isn't. Because I, I found that I do the same sometimes, but I do it in kind of um, certain social situations where um, I don't necessarily feel like I can just I can just say and 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 do whatever I feel like, and and that's when I um, generalize, and and it's easy, to, and I think it's a it. For me, I, I'm not saying that this is uh, the case for you, but it's it for me. It seems to be that it's a it's an easy way to uh, agree on on whatever with another person that you don't necessarily feel um, too connected with in that moment. And but at the same time, I, I think that I found that when when I do go there, that it very often prevents uh, like a deeper connection from happening. Hmm. Yeah, I've not I've not really thought about that. Hmm.
I wonder how much silence we can allow to be on our podcast. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I, I think our Finnish listeners will be like, ah, that that wasn't too bad, and maybe the Anglo-Saxon listeners would be like, oh my god, that was like more than five seconds. So, <laughs> ah, yeah. I see. Do you think do you think uh, different nationalities have a different relationship to silence? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. There was um, there <laughs> that's was a, fascinating. There's, there's a there's a. Uh, a Like if you watch Finnish movies, for example, like the amount of silence, like even gaps in in the dialogue, it's just you're just like, oh my god. And um, so a friend of mine, he worked in this um, Finnish English advertising agency, and uh, so the CEO was uh, was a Finn, and so then this um, uh, English employee he was he was visiting, and he decided that you know he he was going to go and ask for a raise. And uh, and 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 this this uh, technique that he had found that was useful um, in the UK that if he just stayed st- silent, um, then that would make the other person so uncomfortable they would be more likely to give them what he wanted. Yes. So so he's in the in the CEO's office, and they had this discussion, and and then he just decided I'm going to try this whole silent thing, and they were silent. Uh, He estimates that it was more than half a minute, and the CEO was very comfortable. And then he just finally said, "Like, so, did you have anything else?" <laughs> and, <laughs> That's wonderful. And, and and he had nothing. He just he was just like, "Right, I." He just he just uh, so like, "No, I have nothing." And uh, have a nice day. And just walked out the room and never really never ended up asking for that raise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that is funny. I mean, I <clears throat> it's funny because I thought. I have this little sort of wiseness that I talk about silence and how it's a great communicator. It's often says more than words. Mm. Um, but there you've just described how it how people cannot like silence because they're not used to it. They're not used to communicating with it. Yeah. And and I think if you if you go to like um, a first date with anyone, and I imagine you've been on on, on plenty, being a being a being an attractive single man, um, you flatter. You, you <laughs> yeah. If only you were a woman. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, but you know, like on first dates, it's it's um, it's very rare to have moments of silence where both people are comfortable. But then, when people have been in a relationship a bit longer, if there's a moment of silence, it's it's totally fine. It's no big deal, and uh, and I think that's interesting because to me it points to the fact that um, when we're comfortable, silence is not a thing. But when we're not comfortable, then uh, we we need someone to keep filling in that silence, or or otherwise we feel that something something unbearable is going to happen, or we don't know like what the other person is thinking, or or whether where where the whole situation is going. Yeah, I was thinking of human pride. Uh, don't know why. Um, some kind of when we're comfortable, mm. we don't need to speak. Yeah, and, and when we're relaxed with ourselves, um, mm. and when we're not, some kind of wordy pride. Some kind of I'll be funny. I'll be clever. I'll be. <clears throat> I'll be. 
I don't know what else there is to be actually but it, mm. it's, it's unnecessary communication and maybe it is a similar maybe spiritual pride is just a subset of pride or of of human discomfort yeah exactly exactly and I think we're probably what what all forms of pride have in common is that they they stem stem from the ego Yes, that indeed. that when we when we see ourselves as, as separate from the world and and see ourselves as 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 the center of our universe of of our experience and uh, yeah that's probably where spiritual pride and and every other form of pride comes from i know that um i think i've i'm kind of tuned into garrett kramer's blog posts at the moment a little mm. anyway i'm always mainly and i think i read somewhere that Maybe it was him, or maybe it's a di- another coach. And he, his form of coaching seemed to be he listened to the person to see how they saw the world and how they saw life, and then he explained how he saw it. Mm. And so maybe when you're having a conversation and spiritual pride's coming along, if you kind of just go, "Well, I don't see it like that. This is how I see it." Yeah. Then it it becomes a little bit. You can, there's a connection because I can you can easily say how you see something. And and they might say they see it in a different way, and then both are both are speaking, mm. both are being heard, versus you're wrong and I'm right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think that's uh, that that goes right to the heart of this topic. And and I don't think that was uh, Gary Kramer. I think that was um, Keith Plevins. I want to say that said that, or or maybe it was um, Dick and Bettinger. I think it was one of the two. I'm sure someone that's listening to this podcast can tell oh, us who it actually was. Yes, no, no doubt all these gurus are, are, are listening <laughs> to the podcast. Um, is there anything else we can say about spiritual pride that um, we haven't mentioned? And I'm sort of well, not asking that to close this topic down. I'm asking it to out of curiosity. Just, I'm yeah, just wondering. Um, I, I wonder if do we want to talk about then well you know if you if you catch yourself um, in the midst of, of, of spiritual pride for example feeling indifferent towards what the other one is saying or, or, or arrogant or, or superior or you know holding on to what you think you know what do you do then uh, hmm. well what I do when I notice myself being flawed or foolish or or the ego's taken over what I sometimes do is I notice and I have a bit of a laugh to myself often in, inside I just just kind of notice and relax and chill out and allow myself to be an idiot mm. uh, and, I'm, and it might change I might speak to it I might talk about it with that person or I might just Sometimes I might be in conversation with somebody and I can feel like there's an escalation, there's an escalation. And they're, they're quiet and part of me wants to kind of carry on and I don't. Mm. And, then, and then we change the subject or they change the subject. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think... That's kind of how, I, how, how I'm kind of doing mm. it. I think it really helps when you catch yourself. And I think it's even better when, when, when you catch yourself and, and like you say, either you just, you just stop or you acknowledge to the other person like okay hold on hold on let's let's go back a couple of steps i just i just got i just crawled way up in my head and, and started speaking from there that's that's uh that's not a helpful place 
uh, and you start doing it that way and I think it's nice also for the people you're with to to realize that you know you don't pretend to have all the answers or be or be perfect that you know you, you two do these things and then all when it happens all you need to do is like well let me just try to do it a different way yes and um I'm wondering whether we can give each other permission starting from the next podcast to notice when we're sounding like Steve and Auntie doing a podcast recording versus Steve and Auntie <laughs> talking to each other. Yeah, right. indeed. Or if we sound like we, we uh, pretend to be too definite that we know everything that we're talking about. Because what we're really doing is, in my opinion, is the purpose of this podcast is that we're exploring. We're, we're, we're pointing to things. We're not saying things as... Um, definite and absolute apart from perhaps that our experience comes from uh, our thinking I think that's probably the only absolute thing that we can talk about yeah because I know that we've been a little bit podcast performers and we've also been a bit more natural in this conversation mm. so and I can kind of tell the difference and it's not a big difference but it is a bit of a difference so I think I would prefer it if it was, if the podcast performers weren't there. Um, mm. But I, but it's but you know, you keep, yeah. you keep on. I keep on being reminded. Oh yeah, people are going to be listening to this. Oh shit! Yeah, I've got to say, got to say something clever. But well, maybe what we need to do is just uh, you know have an have an episode where you humiliate yourself totally. So you can just <laughs> get it out of your system, and then we'll I've, follow that up with uh, with me humiliating myself totally. Well, I kind of feel I might have done a little bit when we were talking <laughs> about monogamy, actually. But ah, uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. But we can. I don't know. I I like that. I'm going to set that as a little challenge. I'm going to put that as a little thing for me to catch either when if i if i can catch myself or if i can mm. catch you and i'll just maybe ask for permission in that moment okay um maybe one way to do it would be just have a have a just start saying something that you really don't know or you're gonna what you're saying that you know gonna bite off more than you can chew and then just see how you go from there oh you mean like waffle yeah uh, well maybe like for example if if you know like start i don't know i don't know what it would be but for example um um you answering a question for example um well if you're so so spiritual and wise then you know why are you still and you're good looking why you're still single and then you know like see see how you how you go with that answer or or something similar for me you know that well, might be. That I mean, might it's, be. it's interesting <laughs> because being spiritual and wise and single, um, yeah, they're yeah. not necessarily in contradiction with each other. Of course, they're not. But I think it would be interesting to uh, hear you explore that in your words. Well, I could definitely sound. Um, well, I I could give that a go. Maybe. Um, I don't know. What I would say. Yeah, and um, that's for that's for another time. Anyways, it's just a, it's just a thought, so, yes. and uh, I think we've we've uh, included a bit of this. Um, how do you like brainstorming that we normally do uh, while we're not recording? So I think it's perhaps it's nice for people too who are listening. Maybe now or they might be really upset when these episodes never end up happening. I get quite <laughs> quite. 
when we get one star reviews. I'm waiting for Steve to tell you know like tell us why he's still single in his opinion. And it's not. And, and I've waited ten episodes and it's still not happening. So. Ah, but all all it takes is for somebody to um, actually leave a comment somewhere, either where this podcast has been played mm. or contact us. All it takes is somebody to do that, and we will do that episode. I promise. Mm. That sounds like so that's that how, sounds like that's how thing. powerful you you are. Our listeners, exactly. Yes. Until like there's thousands of listeners and uh, getting in touch, and then obviously that's not going to happen. But at the moment, not that many people are getting in touch. I've had some nice feedback via email um, and a couple of nice reviews on iTunes. Oh, good. Um, Yeah, iTunes. iTunes. Yeah, and I think um, today actually we we uh, we crossed our one thousandth download, which is pretty nice considering we only launched this podcast just over a, a bit over a month ago so uh well i don't know if that's a good number or not but i'll, I'll i i'll uh, well that's good no I, mean, I, I i don't know either but you know it, it sounds big enough for me and i you know like we started this thing we didn't market we didn't plan on what kind of a podcast should we have we just decided we're recording these conversations yeah. and then um hopefully uh, an audience finds us and it looks like that's happening and um yeah, uh, I think let's uh, let's just keep going and see where it takes us. No, and I'm just going to be a little bit wise now, and I do apologize, mm. but I reckon w- when we're more relaxed, we will connect with um, our listeners more, and it, that's kind of what happens when we're sort of talking to somebody. When we've got a spiritual pride, we aren't connecting. And when we just kind of relax into I don't know or this is how I see it or that's interesting and just or, or you know you're just a bit more honest hmm. there's a, a better connection and that, that that spiritual pride or our being clever in this podcast it's disconnecting yeah and so it's not just human, yeah sorry. and it's not just a podcast issue it's it's also like everywhere in life with 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 every person yeah exact exactly what I, I meant hmm. in terms of spiritual pride Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, okay. That, that I I look forward to that. I look forward to um, more relaxed Steve, more normal Steve, talking to the same in Auntie. Yeah. Yeah. Auntie and I and I think you you're you're already enough. So so like um you're not gonna be more relaxed by trying to be anything else than who you are. So so just uh just just keep doing your thing and and, and it'll be good. No, I know. I'm sure. I'm. The thing is, this this kind of pride thing or cleverness, it um, it it it, it comes, mm. and we t- we take a hold of it, and it's useful. Sometimes it's useful to 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 explain, to share an insight, or to to share some advice, or to share wh- how, how how I see the world. Sometimes yeah. it's useful, but but then I need to put it down again, and yeah. then laugh, or, or but rather than be the clever one. So it's mm. so it's always going to come back. Yeah, yeah, that's well put. Because it will come back. There will be moments of, 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 of fear and inadequacy and and spiritual pride. There are. There'll be more trouble thinking on the horizon. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you very much, Auntie. I've enjoyed Thank you, our Steve. conversation. Uh, likewise, and I hope our listeners have too. And uh, I hope everybody has a great week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to episodes in Troubled Thinking. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we would really appreciate it if you took a minute to leave an honest review on iTunes because this will help other listeners discover us as well. We hope you have a great week and we'll be back with a brand new episode next week.